What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Keep It Central. This is episode number five of the podcast, man. We've done a lot of these lately. Um, today, I just brought back Nemo, uh, our producer and my editor. Nemo, welcome on. What's up, baby boy? What's up, man? So I didn't really have a set plan for this week. I kind of just was like... I can't find anybody, and then because no one was like, I wasn't just able to find. They anyone. were just busy. Yeah, 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 and so I was just like, Nemo, do you want to just go? And he's <laughs> like, Yeah. So and so now we're here, man. What's well, up? I thought since you've been doing, first of all, congratulations on the amount of views. Oh, thank you. The amount of love you've been receiving. I mean, it's incredible. One month and you are flourishing. Uh, so, yeah. congratulations on that. But today I said, Hey, he only shared a three-minute video about himself. Like, yeah, we true. need to the, know the, the, more the about the host, I, man. Yeah, the video I thought was the cringiest. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my gosh. But it was it was my most viewed until until all the obviously now you're just almost at a thousand up. per. Well, one has a thousand. The other two are almost, almost at a thousand. Uh, yours is at 800. Your first one is at like 850. The other one is at like 970. That's great. And man. then the one that with DJ Drew. Uh, which would be two weeks ago from now, or when this video goes live, two weeks. Um, that one's at a thousand and growing. So, that's, yeah, that's a while. So bit. you've been doing what? F- this is your what episode five, right? It's episode said. five. So this I said episode this. five. Before we go, keep going. Let's let's get to know the man, the the keep it central. Uh, I guess CEO, right? CEO you know. Keep it so I, I have a few questions that. for you, man. Okay. Uh, I, I want I want people to get to know the Nick that I know, the Nick that maybe Drew knows, uh, Alec, and also even Joey. Shout yeah. out to Joey, Shout Alec, Joey. Andrew, all yes, you guys. Um, so I was like, you know what, man? They know him. Maybe people need to get to know you a little more. So gotcha. my first question for you is, it's funny because I know it's crazy. <laughs> normally I'm the one that's doing all the questions and now it's, it's the, the, the script is being it's flipped on me. But I do have a question. My first question is uh, what made you really want to do this podcast? Cause I think you shared briefly on your, on your first video, but like maybe go on depth a little bit of like what got you to this place? Because man, like I said, you're doing phenomenal. Yeah. So um, for a lot of my life, um, I wasn't, I didn't know exactly what to do. Like in the terms of like what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, obviously my parents, you know, most parents are, you know, go to college, you figure it out during yeah. college and then yeah. you get a job for the rest of your life, retire and, you know, live long and, and then, you know, you're done and then you die and that's it. Um, but it's, I know that's hard. That came across really bad. I, now that I'm thinking about it, can we just edit that out? Future Nemo? Just no, 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 we're going to keep that. Oh, no, I was just that kidding. Was so bad. <laughs> that was good. Um, anyways, no, but, but you're right. But yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. So, and for the longest time, I never really had the drive to do anything. Um, it got to the point to where I even dropped out of college. I was just at the point where I'm like, there's no time. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my time doing these classes that aren't going to help me. I've already took taken these classes yeah. in high school. There's that just is. no use to re retaking them and wasting more time. And so I finally was just like, you know what? Maybe school isn't for me. And I dropped out. Um, and so from then on, I just started working places. I mean, I've worked everywhere i feel like i feel like i've worked everywhere um my first job was a lifeguard which was crazy you look like a lifeguard a little oh, bit why like, i don't know it's because you're tall skinny oh thanks you know and like honestly skinny. speaking 
most lifeguards are white. Like I'm yeah. not trying to like yeah, you're not pull the racial card out, no, but like no, every not, pool I've ever been to, I've never seen a Hispanic <laughs> or a black person. You're not you're you know? not wrong. You're definitely not yeah, wrong. So, um, but yeah, so I was a lifeguard for a summer. Um, didn't really like it that much. <laughs> um, I the only reason why I did it is because I was I swam in college. I did water polo. I did aquatics in, in high school, and so I'm like, Boy. okay, this would be a job that I would be Boy, you got know, a strong good. core. Yeah, <sighs> and not anymore. But Obviously, back in the day, yeah, my um, core is look like a forty ounce <laughs> <laughs> pack of jelly donuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Um. So then after that, I worked at uh, Clovis Unified as a lifeguard again, as a lifeguard and a coach. For, for oh, that's cool. For, I over like the that. summer. That's sick. And so I lifeguarded um, like uh, swim meets and stuff, which is it's almost like like lifeguarding at the Olympics. It's pretty useless, you know, like you would think like, why? Why do that? But, you know, it happens and yeah. accidents do happen. But so, yeah, I lifeguarded there um, for I think a, over the summer um, Then I stopped and then I got a job um, that winter. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods. I got hired there. Worked in the shoe department. Come on out, check them out, baby. The, the best, ooh. the best department. In the, yeah, in yeah. The so I, I worked there um, uh, over the winter, over the holidays, uh, just for like a like a seasonal shift. And then I got hired on at Lazy Dog, which is in River Park. Um, great restaurant. They have and, and a really good chicken parmesan. It's yeah. A yeah. lot of the food there is actually really really good. Yeah. Um. So I ended up working there as a host, and then. Um, after, and then I worked both jobs during Christmas time and since Christmas ended, obviously, um, I got like cut from the, from the uh, Dick Sporting Goods, um, which is actually funny because like two months after that, I got, I had a voicemail on my phone and I didn't see it. And it was from them. They were like, Hey, we want to contact you again in regarding of hiring you on permanently. Oh, wow. and I missed out on it, wow. but it was already two months later, man. Dang. And it, it stunk. I was like, man, but Hey, you know, it, it happened. It, it happened. is what it is. Um, so I ended up staying with lazy dog. Um, I, I ended up being a buster there and I stayed with them for about two years. Um, wow. then obviously COVID hit and then we had to shut down the restaurant quarantine time. And during that time, save Mart was open. Um, so I got hired on a save Mart, uh, part like for just the, till man, dude, you got hired a lot. Time. I'm not, I think about a your age, bro, I didn't get hired nearly a quarter of what you got. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I got hired at save Mart and then obviously quarantine ended. I went back to the restaurant. Um, and then I started working there and then, um, then I recently, I think about a couple months back, I ended up putting in my two weeks and I now work at Clovis Stone. Shout out Clovis Stone Landscaping Masonry. If you guys need any work done stone wise or any landscaping products, that's the that's the that's place, the place to, go to go see. Um I, I work there now. And so I've worked there since the beginning or the end of beginning of this year, end of last year. So I've almost been there almost a year now. Wow. Um and yeah, so then I obviously I'm here now. Um, so during that time, I really wasn't just trying to do anything. I was just more doing what I'm told to do as like from my parents saying like, <laughs> you need to go to school, you need to yeah. go get a job and, and just yeah. do that until you find something to do. But during that time, I never did. And I'm like, man, this is a waste of time, blah, 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 blah. And then the opportunity arose, um, obviously with you and Grace Studios. And I remember 
you coming into church and you had the camera in your hand and you were like, yo, the camera that we're recording blog. with yeah, right now. Yeah. And, um, you're, you had it and I'm like, yo, I'm recording. I'm like, what are you recording for? He's like, I do YouTube. I'm like, Oh really? He's like, yeah, I have, I have a YouTube channel. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Didn't think nothing of it. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, this could be like pretty cool. Like this would be lit. Um, and then, um, during, during the times that I work, I work eight to 10 hour days, um, four days a week. And then the six hour shifts on, on Saturday, so I just pop in here, but I usually listen to podcasts, um, Joe Rogan, you know, whatever. The GOAT. Yeah, um, and so during that time, I was like, man, I think I can do this. And then, obviously, Grace Studios, you guys put out a video saying, hey, we're making this thing, and we're making the studio, and we need people to be part of it. And I was, I think, I was like the first one to hit you up about it. Yeah, um, you were actually the first person, yeah. Yeah, and so now I, I found what I want to do. Because now I love doing this. I've if done this for um, from like a month, man, and I'm and I love it. And literally every single day, I I check my phone to see how my videos are doing. I look up. Sorry, my wife is right there. So <laughs> oh, is she taking pictures. That's why y'all saw my tongue stick out. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I did. Please tell me you got a good picture of that. Did you? Nah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So now I just haven't been. I now am more motivated than ever because I believe that this will work. And I believe that this and it is, is something I want to do. I mean, it is, it is, man. Uh, like I said, man, you're, you're growing, exp- I mean, in a month. massive way. Just one month and you're already surpassing numbers that I know people. I've been doing it for, Ashley told me, I think like seven months. And I don't have the numbers you have. And and I'm not envious of it. I'm not angry about you're it. You're happy about if it. If anything, huh? it makes me happy because it shows like, man, you know, uh, when you, you know, when you're purpose for it, like you're purpose for, it. I believe I'm purpose for it too. But yeah. uh, you stepped, you stepped out in a whole crazy faith way. It's just like, well, if Nemo's doing it, why don't I try it? Yeah. And dude, it's great because it's working and yeah. it's working really well. So to get a little more to know about you, obviously you talked about your work history. So you did say that you were in water polo. Yeah. In high school. Yes. Um, we also know that you have two younger siblings and Jake and Chris. Yeah. Chris is also in water polo. Yes, he is. Um, would you say that he followed your footsteps in that? Yes. Or well, ever since I started playing, I started playing oh my gosh, I believe it's my sophomore sophomore year, junior year. Um, but I started swimming my freshman year. Oh wow. So I actually never I never swam in middle school. For my freshman year, my mom was like, yo, you need to try swimming. And obviously I was against it because I'm like, I don't want to wear no Speedo. You know what I mean? Like, but after, after a while you realize like, yo, everybody's wearing it. Like, you know, and so just what it's whatever. I used to like, wear them, dude. Did, no way. Are you so serious? I was, all right. Confession. Please don't tell me used to wear them no, like no, beaches No, no, stuff. confession. I did swimming. So I didn't learn how to swim until freshman year. Really? I'm dead serious. I was always afraid of the water. I just, I don't know, man. Like. It's just my brother Lewis's fault that I never did. I stared at the camera because oh, wow. I'm going to make sure he watches this yeah. part, especially. Uh, but it was his fault that I never got into swimming and then uh, or, or into the water to swim. And then I learned freshman year and I was part of the swimming. I was part of swimming for Good. for like a year and a half. Uh, and then, you're just like, and oh, then I was like. God. I'm a little better at baseball. I'm yeah. too fat to be swimming. <laughs> like, I want to see my no, gut flopping you, it everywhere. Shape, though. It, it, it got my arms really prepared for baseball like honestly speaking i believe that if i didn't do the swimming aspect like if i didn't do the swimming i do tell you i had i had a pretty good arm in baseball 
Now it sucks. Maybe I should get back into swimming. Right, maybe. So yeah, yeah. So I, I started swimming my freshman year, and then obviously I grew in swimming. I got faster. Um, I got bigger, got faster, got stronger. Um, to the point to where I started. Uh, I was their long distance guy. One of the main ones. Wow. Um, there's three of us. Shout out Samuel Otta and Ethan Cole, but um, it was just us three. And it got to the point where it was like, okay, like we can make a run. Um, we went to a couple out of town meets down in like, uh, I don't know, what is it? Oh, what is it? It's not, not like Irvine area, but it's somewhere down south. Somewhere down there. Yeah, somewhere down there. Um, and we ended up winning it because of wow. um, the this meet that was from, and it was an out of town meet. So obviously you got people from all over, you know, California coming to this meet. And we were one of the teams and we ended up winning the whole thing. Um, at least on the guy's side, we got first out of like 20 something teams. Like it was a lot. And it was funny because me and my, my friends, Ethan and Sam, who were also the distance guys, we were all in different heats for finals. So I was in the third heat. I think Ethan was in the second and Sam was in the first, right? That's awesome. We all scored first in each heat. So we end up getting more points to shoot us in the lead. And coach was like, this was big because now we actually have a shot of winning this. And we were like, really? And so from then on, I mean, the whole team, the whole guys team, we were got together. We were like, well, we're going to win this thing. And we went off, man. And we ended up winning the whole thing. Girls wow. end up getting third. And then our team as a whole, I believe, got first. That's so. awesome, though, because that, I mean, that drove you to just, it gave you kind of like almost... I always say that sometimes sports in high school really prepares people for the real world when it comes to, you kind of almost have to compete to keep your job. Yeah. And a lot of these places, you have to compete. They give you a sales goal, right? Yeah. Like in, in sales. Like when I worked in finish line, they gave me a sneaker sales goal. And if I didn't meet that goal, then I realized that some of my hours were cut. Yeah, you're on the chopping block. So then when I started making my goal and, uh, so, you know, and, and surpassed my goal, say if it was 2000 a day, I was starting to make three, four thousand a day. So now I'm working just as much as the manager. Yeah. Unless you know that I got an assistant manager position. So I think sometimes sports like you working like you did, it prepared you to that. And it almost prepared you even to now where you're doing this podcasting where it, it do you feel like that this podcast is giving you almost like that feeling when you were swimming? Almost like that that urge to want to go and be the best, go and do your best. Yeah, I always um Scotty made a good point when I had him on. He said, if you if you don't have the mindset and you put yourself in competition with other people, you're automatically going to be second. Yes. If you have the if you have the mindset of I'm going to be first, you're most likely going to be first. Mm-hmm. And I and I said in it, if you think yourself is second fiddle, you're always going to be second fiddle. Yeah. And so to me, it's not. I don't see myself because you know how many podcasts people are doing nowadays. I mean, that's like the only thing people are doing. I mean, that's just because it's such a massive wave. Yeah. That I believe if you get in it now, you have the ability to like, there's no words really to, I mean, Joe Rogan signed a 10 year deal with Spotify for a hundred million dollars. Like, yeah, there is a floodgate. And he doesn't even podcast. need like, No, he don't need nothing. He doesn't need anything. Uh, his voice makes his money. Yeah. Like, you know, like you're, you're, you're in the UFC, bro. But, yeah. but I believe that. Yeah. 
that podcasting right now is is where it's at. But I mean, it's like there's just so many people doing it. It's like if I automatically put myself in competition, I ain't even gonna be second. I'm gonna be like last because you know, obviously, we're not like super big. But yeah. there's just so many people. Yeah. Yet we're still growing at a at a great rate. So in my mind, I know what I'm capable of, and I know what this podcast is capable of. So I'm automatically putting myself up there with the best. So so you can say then that that uh urge of kind of competitive within yourself because i don't believe you compete with others you compete with yourself yeah it's a daily battle with your mind every single day to know am i going to if i am i going to be able to beat myself today so i can conquer the things that i need to conquer today or am i going to let myself defeat myself to the point where i can't yeah reach to the next location that i need to reach um so that's great man i i i love the drive that you have right now um let me let me so being the big brother right because we just talked about uh, yep. kind of skimmed past you being obviously two younger mm-hmm. brothers yeah. uh how is it being a a big brother to you know two two younger siblings i don't know what that feels like because yeah. i'm the youngest sibling out of <laughs> all of Young, young. literally i'm the youngest out of all of them but yeah. like how does it how does it feel being you know do you feel like you have more responsibility um do you feel like the eyes are on you more because you're already older than them. You're already, you know, you're out of school. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, how do you, how do you feel? The responsibility there is a hundred percent. Yes. I have <laughs> definitely more of a responsibility to, to not, I would say lead my brothers in the right direction and not make like foolish kind of decisions, yes. you know, because obviously I've, I've been through high school. They're just now, Jake's going to graduate this year. So, Shout, Shout out, out to Jake, Jake my graduating. Boy. Um, and Chris just started, so he hasn't even. He's only been three. Like, he's what, your height, of, isn't he? Yeah, he's 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 tall, gonna man. be taller than you, then, huh? Yeah, I think he could be. Yeah, I think Jake could even be taller than me. I'm just done growing, unless uh, for some reason God just gives me. Well, they say men stop growing at 25, so you still have hope. I'm done. I'm 26. Yeah. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm flatlined. Okay. The only thing I can grow is grow out, and I'm trying to. Yeah. S- Suck it in, yeah. You know? <laughs> but I definitely feel the responsibility of trying to lead them on a better path. Yeah. Um. Obviously, with my my parents, things are looked more upon me more just because, like, if, like, if you say to your parents, "Hey, I'm gonna go to like a party," or "I'm going over to a friend's house," they want to know where you're going. Give me the address. What time are you done? What are you doing? Who's going? Like I everything had that like that. All the time. But yeah. So like all that, the time. right? It and I was the youngest and yeah. I still had to do that. Yeah. And I still yeah. And but I feel like over time, once I get done, Chris is gonna ask the same thing. My parents are gonna be like, okay, have fun. You know, like, you know, I just feel like everything is gonna have to come to me first <laughs> and like hit me the hardest and then mm. it's gonna be better off for them. Um which is fine but yeah it's it's totally okay it's yeah. just you know sometimes it's just like shut up mom dad no, get out of my i know i'm just in them. your mind you said every every child says to the parents you're freaking annoying right now but they still don't say it to them. i know no, no, i, I tell my mom i'm annoying and i might get slapped with a pan or something you know? <laughs> a chancla. Uh, no no chancla bro she's a pan because she's <laughs> i'm gonna make sure it hurts you no my 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 parents had a wooden spoon Ooh, and what's your um, name on it no, 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 it just had a, sp- uh, it's just a wooden cooking spoon. And then I remember, I don't know who it was, but my mom ended up breaking it on one of us on the, on our butts and it split. Then she decided to wrap that sucker in tinfoil to make it even worse. 
Um, so yeah, that was bad. That's um, not abuse, people. I, no, it's not it's abuse. Not abuse. It's, just, it's, it's correction. Just loving, loving your kids. It's a correction that I believe as a as me being a father now, I have to correct my daughter because she's challenging me. She's only three years old. Uh, I don't hit her, but I I talk to her very uh very like sternly. Yes, like my voice gets a little raised. I get a little more bass in my voice, and she's like, "Okay, daddy's not playing." Yeah. Um. I I hate hitting my daughter. I hate you know spanking her. Uh, it just makes me feel bad. You know, yeah. like trust me, every parent feels bad that they have to hit their child. <laughs> yeah. Some parents don't. No. Some. <laughs> I know some parents probably not, but ninety percent of the parents yeah. feel bad. But uh, yeah, man, I, that's that's crazy. That I mean. You're, you're their example, man. You're their example. Yeah. And you doing this is also showing them there's another way than just the normal C, yeah. the normal way of going to college and getting a job. Why am I going to go to college? This is just my opinion. Y'all can at me all you want. I don't Adam, really necessarily do care. Uh, but my opinion is why do I have to go to school, spend all this money? I got to go to school so I can pay the bill for going to school. Yeah. It's, it just doesn't, doesn't I, so, so basically I'm working backwards when I can go and maybe be a content creator and set my family up for success for the rest of their lives. I so, mean, I can tell you this, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, no college degrees, Steve Jobs, no college degree. Who's the one that dropped out of high school? I don't remember. I know one of them did. I think it was Jobs. I don't know. Whoever. Maybe. Let us know, know in the comments below, please. Yeah, yeah. But to me, I've always told my parents this. It's like, I feel like as much as my parents tell me, oh, the degree is what's getting people jobs. In my mind, it shouldn't be that way. I don't think a piece of paper should represent your work ethic. It doesn't, though, man. It, yeah, it doesn't. That's why I'm saying. That's why over time I just kept working at jobs because I feel like the experience doing different things would end up leading me somewhere and had uh, having a better work ethic. Because I don't, again, I don't believe your name with a with a piece of paper with your name on it with a fancy school name doesn't make you better than anyone else out here. Now, it does because obviously maybe you've learned classes and it shows signs that shows you that you're good at it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't. Like, I mean, there's um, there's one story um, that I that I saw on my phone and it was um, this guy telling about a kid who was who was failing classes in high school, wasn't good, um, like drop, like just not good, failing classes, bad. Um, he promised his mother that he would take the SAT score. So he took his SAT. SATs are rated 1,600 is the highest you can get. And so he started filling them out, blah, 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 blah. He ended up getting a 1,440 on that, on that test, right? And, and his mom's like, how is that possible? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I was just trying to, honestly, he's like, I was just trying to fail this exam because I didn't really want to take it. And then he, and then he's like, I don't know. So he goes and he actually starts applying it because now he knows he's like, oh, maybe I am smart. So he starts going to class. He starts doing stuff. He starts studying, whatever, gets a job, graduates, go, goes out, goes to college, graduates, get a, gets a good a degree, goes out, get a job, right? I don't know how many years later, 10 years later, there was, he got a letter in the mail from the whoever the school that one he was one out of 10 students that SAT score was wrong that SAT score he got was 640 not 14 not 1440 14. wow so he bombed that SAT but the this the, the principle of the story is is that I don't let 
classes define you know me My like yeah because you you just had it you just need to do something you need to go out and strive for it because now look what you've done and here here it is it was false you were like you bombed that test hmm. but you thinking like oh maybe i am smart look it, where it got it you. drove him to a whole nother level yeah um and that's i don't incredible. know if that makes sense that's but incredible no 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 i i'm pretty sure they understood yeah. that that's incredible um, I, I believe applying that every single day of your life, um, not being determined by what someone else says, being determined what you say yeah. and what God is, says to you. Uh, I believe it's your mental at the end of the day. So that's incredible. So backtrack. We talked about your job. Yes. We talked about being jobs, a, being a, being a swimmer, <laughs> you know, jobs. Swimmer, sorry, yeah, sorry. Swimmer, we talked about being brother. a swimmer, a big brother. Now. Nuts. Let's get into um, what do you do? Well, I know what you do, but they, they might not know. But what do you do besides, obviously, now podcasting? Like, what is a day off? Well, something not... that you love to do, something that you've picked up maybe in the last few years that you're like, this is just something that I find, I guess, peace or I just I just love doing. It's fun. Yeah. Something that besides the podcast, yeah. we know that this is um, number one for you. I play the bass at our church. That's one thing. Um, I don't play it a whole lot. I I do I do play it though. Um, I got started um, years years back when I was in high school. Um, our youth never had a bass player, and so I was just like kind of like, hey, I'll step in, teach me how to I'll do, do it, it, so I can do it for you guys, right? Um, and so I shout out Pastor Jonathan for teaching me how to play bass. And so I ended up learning to play bass um, just for a little bit. And then I never got really too technical with it, like doing licks and doing crazy stuff and slaps and all that. I just didn't really. So I heard slapping is probably one of the hardest. Yeah, I think I still have. I think it is. No, Babe, it's the hardest know. thing, huh? For you like to learn how to slap. Yeah. On a bass? I, yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's My not wife easy. was like this. But yeah, yeah but <laughs> no. So and then I ended up taking lessons from my uncle. He is huge into music. Um, piano, drums, guitar. What's what's your uncle's name? Uh, Charles. Charles. Man, he sounds very familiar. And he had a music store, right? Yeah, he he, were, he, he had about. a music store. Uh, he worked um, under a music store. His family was all musicians. Um, I believe his brother is like part of a chordsman. So like they actually do like harmonies and stuff. Um, I'll have to talk to my, my grandma. You can ask her about that. But so uh, does your is your dad then a musician too or no? My dad? Oh heck, no, 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 no. Also, it skipped him. No, no, no. Oh, is so it your is, dad or mom's side? Mom, this is my mom's so side. So is your mom a musician? No, she don't. I'm about to say she don't look no. like. So she, she looks like she, the manager she, of a musician group she, or something. She learned. She I believe she learned to play piano when she was younger. I don't think she knows how to play now, but I I think she did do piano my grandma knows how to play piano no way um and that's from my grandma's side this okay. is not harold's side but it's my grandma's right. side and and so yeah that's that's so grandpops don't do nothing yeah. he just yeah pops don't do hugging nothing. harold yes sir hugging smiling one. Yeah, yeah yeah so that's i play bass um i like listening to music um i like country music depending on what mute i'm who's in. uh who's your favorite country artist Either Luke Ooh, let's, let's get into this. Luke, Luke Holmes or Ooh, boy. Um, gosh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Luke Bryan just because I went to their concert and after that day I just couldn't stop listening to like all his Looking songs because how good they were. Um, but Luke Holmes definitely one of them. He's probably uh, he's my number Morgan two. Wallen. Morgan Wallen is okay. another good one. Um, yeah, it just uh, for me it just depends on what type of mood I'm in. 
Um, you just, I have my country playlist, so I just play so it. country. You like Luke Combs and Luke Bryan, and what was the other one? Uh, Morgan Wallen. See me, it's uh, the Rascal Flats. Oh, Rascal Flats, I listen to, of course. Um, yeah. Love is a highway. Oh, we gotta mute that. No, I'm just kidding. That's oh, yeah. one of Com- his best. Com- songs. Sorry, uh, copyright. Sorry, what's that? What's <laughs> no, that? you're good. You're good. Don't demonetize uh, this YouTube. I'm sorry. <laughs> They Apologize. might laugh at you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, mine's just uh, Rascal Flats, Luke Holmes, and uh, I like Keith Urban. Keith Urban. And I love Blake Shelton. Blake That's Shelton's my boy. One. I don't know why. His voice is just amazing. Yeah. So, okay. Good ones, yeah. Let's get into music then. So, country, you said yeah. that. Who's your favorite hip-hop artist? Give me four. Oh, Give gosh, me four. gosh, man. Give me four. See, now I can't. Like, rap? Or are you like, talking like about rap, like rap, rap, hip hop? No, rap, hip hop, like rap and I like Bruno, rap slash I like Bruno Mars. Well, he's R and B. Okay, he's pop. Okay, he's pop. Okay, so scratch that. So, so no, rap. Let's like just that. say rap then. Ah man, I I, I got to be careful with my words here. Um, but man, um, mine's just crazy. I can say mine. I like I like Annie Minio. Okay. Uh, just for a Christian Christian rapper, um, I like him. Eminem, huge Eminem fan. Okay. Um, just he's. He's the best. Come on now. He's number one. Like, out of okay. everyone, he's number one for sure. Um, go 50. 50 cent. You went from white chocolate to dark chocolate immediately, <laughs> quickly. Yeah, Eminem, 50. Um, Little Wayne. Oh, no, Drake. Sorry. Drake. So what those those four? Uh, but, no, okay. If I if we're talking about Christian hip-hop, obviously, Lecrae, Annie Mino, those boys are up there. If we're talking about like hip hop, no, in general. I, oh, I'm because I would my, put them. I would put them in that my, too. My, my five list. I got uh, my list already. Five? Eminem's number one. Drake's number two. I put Wayne number three. Um, I would put Fifty Fifty Cent number four. Um, then I'll probably take. Man, there's some. Dang, man. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be respectful because you know there's a lot of goats out there, you know, in their own right. I feel like um, I probably say Jay, Jay Z. Why not? You know. All right, that's that's a good list. Why you don't like it? It's a good list. No, I, I uh, out of all the people you said, I think Jay Z is probably the only one on my list. Uh, Eminem, Wayne, no, Drake, no. no. I think uh, Drake's been in the game for 15 years and he certified uh, himself as a goat. Yo, he's top 10. He, I don't think he's top five, Whoa. in my opinion. Well, um, I mean, obviously, no, this the is the just eras my no, forget the eras. Me personally, uh, my number one is gonna be Big Pun. Uh, I just love the Big Pun, man. Uh, his music, his music is crazy. Uh, for one of the first Puerto Ricans that really put like hip hop on his back when it came to like English, English rap, yeah. I love the big pun. Um, secondly, uh, my my second is Jay Z. I love Hove. I think Jay Z is just an innovative man. Yeah. And my third one is is uh, J Cole. J love, Cole. Oh, I love man. J Cole. Oh. So that's three. He's my number three slot. I can put an M right on your head. Yeah, Luigi he's now. Oh, nah, he's something so else. Good, he's man. something else. Uh, after him, I'm gonna put Busta Rhymes. That's my number four. Y'all don't understand. Buster Rhymes has been rapping since the nineties, and he's Buster been Rhymes. and he's still crazy dope. No <laughs> one can rap as I don't think no one can rap as fast and clear like he does, and use the words that he uses. That dude uses a word that's fifteen letters long and makes it sound like it's one letter long. Like it's just ridiculous. He he's. I'll have to disagree yeah. with you on that. Nah, I don't, we, how fast Eminem's the king. Uh, Eminem's fast, but Buster Rhymes. 
Remember, Buster Miles was before Eminem. So. Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, and then my five man, my fifth one, uh, Big, Pop. Biggie and Pop don't ever to me they don't deserve to be in a top five. Oh. I think they're the best. Like they're above the number ones. Like oh okay, even, okay, I won't okay, even. Okay, okay. I couldn't even put them they're in just the list. Legendary. Yeah, I couldn't put them in they're the, the list. I couldn't. I just. I just couldn't put okay. them in the list. Um, my number mm-hmm. five, right? I guess for my number five right now, because I just love listening. Like I've loved listening to his music since he came out. Snoop. Uh, it's probably gonna be Meek Mills, but people are not gonna agree with that. But I would probably, if it wasn't him, man, Snoop, it would not, it would have to be, it would have to be probably M, Eminem's, uh, the type of music he just wrote. His stories were just, yeah, that boy really. And I love the fact that he can use his emotions in his voice. Yeah. Like he can go from being crying to like being sad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And start yelling, you know, crazy. Um, so yeah, yeah, I got yeah. A, my favorite Eminem verse. Um, one he his last album put out a song with Juice World. Um, and uh, man, how's it go? It's like I like uh, the one when he dissed Nick Cannon, it was kind of funny. Oh, uh, some adversaries that carry the big guns, some others get the kill shot. Um, and then some I barely nicked them. Yeah, like he, he oh just, man, just the way he comes his last album him. was, yeah, oh, I loved it, very underrated in my and, opinion. And, He's pushing 50. Like, he's almost 50 years old, and this yeah. guy is still out rapping. Guy's in yeah. his 20s, man. Well, because nowadays everything is muddling. Yeah. I don't understand it. Um, hey, big up. <laughs> yeah, it just don't make sense. Yeah. But right now, my favorite rapper at the moment that I listen to on a daily basis is going to be J. Cole and Andy Mineo. Yeah. Uh, Andy Mineo is just mm-hmm. another level. He's, our, he's the best on Reach Records, and I, I, don't, I think Lecrae's second. Like, Andy Mineo. Uh, I'll put them both. I think I, I think, I think Andy Mineo's lyrics just oh like he's just on another level, bro. Yeah. Like Neverland Two. Oh Neverland my God, two this great. guy yeah. is just coming in hot. <laughs> just the fact that he just talks what he talks about, and he's really honest about he's his faith about and his it. struggles with faith. Um, it's just really amazing, man. So he's just out of there. He's wow. Yeah, yeah, so I think I, I, I do like the for music. I do love my music. Um, I do love me my Star Wars, man. I come when I talk about Star Wars, I become a nerd and a geek. You need to get someone on here that's just as much. No, I do. I'm a Star um, Wars fan. My friend and Sam, just... shout out Samuel Critchfield. He's in Missouri right now. Um, he should be coming back soon. But when that happens, I want him to come back for in May fourth. So he can be on it and we can oh, celebrate wow. May the 4th. Be oh, Sam you. is the old drummer for the church. Yeah, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's real cool. Yeah, man. yeah. So he, me and him talk Star Wars all the time. Um, we watched all the Mandalorian um, so Disney Plus series together. I still haven't house. watched it. So good. Um, but if you're a big Star Wars fan, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, I, I can go and I could talk for hours on Star Wars. I can just rattle Maybe off. you'll have to school me because... I've never really been into. I don't know why. I just never got into like to I, Star Wars. I was I was at yesterday, I believe, or Sunday. My mom was watching. Um, which one was it? Uh, Revenge of the Sith, the third one, um, okay. on the TV. And I pointed something out. Um, I mean, guys, if you guys haven't seen it, guys, watch it. Like I'm. Not, anyways, if you spoil, if you haven't seen it, just skip ahead. Anyways, but um, there's a part in there where um, 
Order 66 happens, the clones turn on the Jedi, whatever. And there's a part in there where or, uh, Senator Organa comes back and the clones are like, you need to leave. Like, the, it's, there's been a rebellion. Like, the Jedi are, like, traitors, the Republic, whatnot. And so he, so he's going. He's like, okay, I'm leaving. So one of the younglings in it um, that was fighting in front of the senator um kind of just trying like let's get out of here i'll save your life type thing and he was killing the clones and stuff that was george lucas's son my mom was like how do you know that and i'm like because i've watched documentaries i've seen stuff and i've like pointed it out i was like yeah that kid that's george lucas's son right there and i was like oh yeah and you know the girl that was standing behind anakin in the first film at the very end of the movie where the guy's holding up the ball and there's anakin and then there's like people behind him and when he's a Padawan, oh, yeah, that's George Lucas's daughter right there. Oh, have you seen the uh, Attack of the Clones? Oh, yeah, in the bar scene when they're when Anakin and Obi-Wan are trying to find uh, the bounty hunter that tried to assassinate Padme on, on Coruscant. Oh, yeah, in that bar scene, uh, that's George Lucas's older daughter right there. And that's the actor. This guy right here is the actor that plays George R. Binks, does a motion capture for him. She was like, how do you know this? I'm like, I just watched. I, I, I love it, man. I'm, I'm dedicated to it. I can talk for hours and hours and hours on just Star Wars. Wow. That's... Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. It's, it's like me when so it this comes feels... to... Mm. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. It's like me when it comes to Fast and the Furious, I guess. I like Fast and the Furious. Because that's like... That's my... Uh, my Fast wife is shaking good. her head because I watch it all. Anytime it's on TV, anytime I'm bored and I want to watch a movie... That's what I watch. So, but uh, to just kind of bring things to an end here, because we got to make a part two about this anyway, oh, so they to, can yeah. just learn. Even I definitely want to do more of these because this, this is a it's nice cool. little change of pace. Yeah. And I feel like you can learn a lot more about me, obviously, because I don't feel like everyone has the the full 360 view that mm -hmm. is me. So every every single day you become a new person, you're you're discovering something new about yourself. So as long as. You're alive, you're breathing, and you are striving for something or you're trying to accomplish something. You're always discovering new ways about you. Yeah. You will never stop discovering new things about yourself. The moment you stop is the moment your growth will never continue. Yeah. Because you, according to yourself, you arrived. Yeah. You know, so. But to end things, I love how you always tell someone to give something, oh, I guess, encouraging up. or some to leave them with a word. So they're used to hearing everyone else give them a word. I know. So man. I'm oh. going to shut up and I will let you give your final word to someone that's listening. Maybe wants to do what you're doing or whatever it is. Give them something that they can, I guess, uh, glean onto. Dang. After so many times of asking people that question, you would think that question never come <laughs> back to you. And now I'm trying to think now. Um, there's a lot of things I can go into. Um, cause there's so many things that can apply. I mean, you know, you gotta have a good work ethic, gotta have hard work, um, have a good mindset, be number one in your mind Let no one else tell you what you can and can do. Um, I believe that if you remove can't from your vocabulary, life is going to be a whole lot easier for you. Um, cause if you tell yourself you can't do something, you're most likely not going to be able to do it. But if you say that's, yourself, that's not the truth, right? Yeah. There. So I feel like removing can't from your vocabulary is just it's a it's will better yourself 100 percent um i would say for those of you that that think you're, if you're in a struggling time or you're in a hard time 
um what's the there's a quote i can't remember how it goes it's um hard um hard times don't last hard people do or something like that Mm -hmm. or like strong people do so meaning like no matter how bad you think you have it someone has it worse out there in the world so i'm just some encouragement some encouragement man you know like if it's as bad as you think you may have it someone out there has it worse like oh i don't want to eat this dinner for night i i've I've done that a couple times like man i don't want to eat spaghetti for dinner tonight my mom would always tell me really because there's kids in africa that'd be lining up here waiting to eat not even africa there's people down the street yeah like in on the on the street i mean fresno obviously are homeless very unfortunate it's crazy here um which hopefully one day we can make a change to that yes um but yeah so i think removing can't from your vocabulary um realizing that if you're going through a tough time you can get through it because obviously people have it worse and people are still surviving every day um even in that rough time and that rough spot um last but not least just trust god man i mean that's just the most the most thing you can probably do just trust god that he will deliver show that he'll show his blessing upon you um obviously i've been i've trusted like i told i prayed out like yo if this is not what you want me to do to destroy it all like like seriously like destroy it because i don't want to be wasting my time again doing something that doesn't line up with you but however if this does line up with you and what you want me to do for the rest of my life like make a flourish make it grow bless it and that's all it's been doing. So I have no doubt that this is what it is. And obviously for the studio, what you told me um, about you and Ashley and you guys talking and, and the just the like the visions and stuff that God has put over this place, I would be a fool not to want to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, it would just it would, it would be silly of me. Like, why would I not want to be part of it in the vision that's going to come very soon? So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was good right there. That's good right there, man. Um, I'm gonna just say, you said, uh, I can't, no, get I can't out of your vocabulary. Get right? the word can't. Out get of that word can't right out of vocabulary when my you're brother, doing something. My yeah. brother said this to me a few days ago. Uh, he said, remove I know out of your vocabulary. He said because the moment that you say you know is the moment you stop learning. He's like, you're Ooh, always going to be a student. A good one, exactly what he said to me. He said, you're always going to be a student. Even when you're teaching, you're still getting taught by someone else. Yeah. So he said, remain in the, I don't know. Because if you do know, then you're stopping yourself from growth. Yeah. That's and I good. was just like, well, dang, okay. Yeah. And you I know. feel like a lot of people say, oh, I know, I know, I know. And then when they, they're like, okay, you know, do it. And then they're just like, uh. Or they yeah. do it, and then it's like, oh, I just realized I don't know. Yeah. So Don't be a Mr. Know-it-all is what my, my parents always told me. Or my grandparents. Exactly. They always say, don't be a Mr. Know-it-all. Just just take it and let us show you. And that's all that's been happening here, man. I've had to learn a bunch of stuff. And every time I watch rewatch the videos, obviously, before they go out, um, I, I realize there's stuff that I can improve on just based off of, like, oh, like, 
man, I need to speak in the mic more. Or man, I need to look at you more. Or I need to look at my guests more. Oh, I really need to keep track of time, which obviously we went over way over. But, um, but like, yeah, s- subtle stuff like that. And and you know it because I've I've called you on multiple occasions saying like, oh, you know what I realized? We need to do this, this, and this. And you're like, oh, okay. And then I would be like, oh, we also this, this, and this. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, so I mean, yeah. So. That's good, man. Yeah. I'll let you go ahead and end it out because this, even though I interviewed you, it's your yeah, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Um, so thank you guys for helping me reach an, another milestone, man. 1K views. And sure enough, that's going to be 5K, then 10, then 50, and then 100,000. And then it's just going to keep going on from there. A million. And, and, come on now. Yeah, yeah. And the subscriber count is crazy because I've only been... I've only been doing this for a month and I had a goal to reach 100 subscribers by the end of this month. I'm already halfway and it's the start of a new month and I still got two more months left. And so I have no doubt that yeah. that it's going to continue to grow. I just got to keep keep having faith, man. Faith in Persistent God and, and consistent. Yeah. So I want to just thank you guys for all the love and support. Um, obviously, thanks to you and Ashley for Always. allowing me to come do what I well, Shout I out to Ashley. Shout our out for Ashley for our being producer our producer today. today. Our producer today. Yes. Yes, thank you so much, Ashley, for your time. She created a next, the last video, which will be out by then. She created that thumbnail. It was good. I loved it. She sure did. It was dope. I liked it. I liked it. It was good. It was good. I needed Because I knew I couldn't do it. Yeah, I probably need her to do some more of those, but uh, later on. But yeah, you have so, to negotiate with her. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll find some way, you know. I'll probably give her shoes Starbucks, or bro. Starbucks, or Listen. some Ulta gift cards or something. Ooh, babe, some spa. No, just say Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks. Just keep it at Starbucks. Okay. Well, anyways, guys, uh, that will wrap it up for today's episode. Nemo, thank you for coming on Always. and switching it up on me. You know, I didn't see it coming until now. So, but thank you, and we're definitely gonna do a lot more of these soon um, because I think obviously you guys need to know a lot more about me than what we just talked about today and hopefully you guys can meet me in person at some point i mean uh if you guys haven't already and you can get to know me a little bit more but hey if you reside in the fresno area man check it out you know what i'm saying come to gray studios and um i work at clovis stone so if you want to come say hi say hi you know but yeah so that was gonna end of today's video man keep it central i'm nick this is nemo we are out peace out guys see ya